Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the All Things Reconsidered podcast. I am Brandon. And I'm Joey. Joey is back in the studio where he belongs. It feels good. It feels good to be back. I've been in Alabama for too long, and uh, I'm happy to be back, finally. I know um, last week I made a reference as though you could see me sitting alone in the studio. Mm -hmm. Um, Ended up being an audio-only episode because... (laughs) Lots of reasons. (laughs) <laughs> For a whole lot of reasons. Um, one being Joey just <laughs> looked incorrect. Yeah, it was, <laughs> to make it work. We tried to. Um, I filmed myself sitting in the office that I was in at the at the house I was staying in, and then I tried to have that be one half of the screen and Brandon on the other half here in the studio, but. Brandon was way further away from the camera than I was, and so I was yeah. this giant head, and Brandon was just sitting here, and it looked bad. Let's just say the people <laughs> that get paid to do it to make it look good, right? there's a reason they get paid to do it. Well, I had very specific framing issues because there were things in the room that I didn't want caught on the camera because yeah. it's not my house, and it's not decorated the way that I would. <laughs> so there were things I was like, probably don't need a, a big picture of Robert E. Lee in our Yeah, show. that's fair. That's <laughs> fair. Lot to explain to people. It was Alabama, so it's not my picture, Robert E. Lee. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we are back in the studio recording yet another episode of All Things Reconsidered. Yes. Joey, how has life been treating you? It's good. It's good. We're f- I'm finally back in the routine of making TikToks, and I'm really happy about that because... Yeah, I, you sure are. Yeah, it, it had to take like, what was it, like two months off and um it was weighing on me like i really want to get back to it and i'm finally yeah. finally doing that so i'm really happy to do that again and uh, we're moving into our new house pretty soon and uh we just bought a dog so life life is getting good you know a lot i feel like a lot happened while i was gone in, in alabama uh visiting visiting um family and uh for instance john piper said that if you're ugly, it's because God wants you to remember that you're a sinner. Yes. <laughs> yes, he did. What, what do you think about that, Brandon? Um, <laughs> he no. Was, <laughs> someone asked him on his show um, that uh, <laughs> why are some people ugly, basically? Why like, does God physically make some... unattractive. Yeah, I don't mean... Yeah. Not like they have an ugly attitude. No, no. They were like, asking, why does God create some people to be ugly, ugly looking? And John Piper said, it's because (laughs) we are all sinners and we need to be reminded of our sins. Sin is ugly and therefore God makes some people ugly to remind us of the (laughs) ugliness of sin. Which, oh my God, there's so much to go. First of all, the idea that that God is that involved in the the, the absolute (laughs) detail, that he's the reason your nose looks the way it looks. Give me a break. He... It's genetics, people. Right. I mean, just go back to the little pundit square, and it's like, I'm sorry, if your mom and dad both have a big nose, (laughs) you're probably going to have a big nose. I mean, it's like, my daughter looks just like me. Do you think that's because God did it? I mean, yeah. You could could attribute the whole, uh, you know, you could attribute the the, the science and nature of genetics to the creator if you want to. Sure. It's not like God's up there deciding in a catalog of nose and ears which one they're going to get. Right. It's just dumb. Anyway, that's the thing that kind of upsets me though about like little kids mm-hmm. is I'm like, oh, dude, Ronnie's so cute, and I'm like, she looks just like Joey. Do I think Joey's cute? <laughs> no, no, right? <laughs> no, it's so funny. <laughs> but and then the other thing with this Piper comment is like, <laughs> <laughs> if you're saying that 
certain people are ugly because it's a reminder of sin. Is that our indication for a Calvinist like him as to who's elect and who's not? Yeah. Is it just that all the hot people are the ones who are elect? <laughs> <laughs> so like, all, if you're good looking, but here's the problem then is like most of Hollywood then would be the elect. Oh yeah, and they hate Hollywood. And they hate Hollywood. Well, maybe it's the first shall be last kind of thing. Oh, so maybe it's actually the ugly people who remind us of sin. It see. I, I got it figured out. Okay. If you're an ugly person, yes. you're reminding other people of sin because they look at you. Right. But you're not looking at yourself. You look at the attractive people who remind you of God's people. goodness. Yes. <laughs> so ugly people go to heaven. Hot people go to hell. We figured Case it out. Case closed. We figured it out. So to answer the question to John Piper's listener, why did God make you unattractive? God made you unattractive to remind all the attractive people that they're going to hell because of the sin in their life. <laughs> yes. And you, the ugly one, you're, you're going to heaven. Yay. Yay. Oh, that's awesome. I feel really great about my appearance now. <laughs> I'm not even going to bother, like, you know, get my jacked up teeth fixed or anything. Like, no, no this the beard, uglier the better. This beard is staying now. Yeah. Oh, man. but We do not believe that. No. That was a joke. The, the, I, the, here's the thing that maybe Piper is forgetting. We are called in the Bible image bearers of God. <laughs> right. So if we are bearing the image of God, then we are not reflecting that we are sinful. Right, because God is not sinful. So the idea that we would, that God would make us look a certain way because that's to remind us of sin. It's like, are you calling? What are you insulting the image of God by saying that? Yeah, that and it's it, like it reflects sin. I mean, I know that's getting really literal about it, but like honestly, if that it doesn't make any sense in their own way of thinking. Right, and it's like, is it that they don't believe that? individual humans mm-hmm. are the image bearer of God and humanity is made in the image of God because here comes the, there's, there's just so many issues with thinking that way mm-hmm. because if it's no humanity is made in the image of God, mm-hmm. God is good, which would mean that humanity has to be good. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. See, th- and if it's individual humans are made in the image of God, then then God cannot bear the image of sin mm-hmm. or the reflection of sin. So then humans can't be ugly because of sinfulness. <laughs> like, yeah. like none of it works. Do you think that Adam and Eve were originally like really attractive, but then when they sinned, oh, one hundred percent, or like, no, it'd be the other way around. Actually, they started ugly, and when they became sinners, <laughs> they got really. Hot. No. I think they were super hot. <laughs> okay, and then they ate the pomegranate. Well. Maybe when they sinned, they turned ugly, and that's why they covered no. themselves up in hold leaves. Hold up, hold up. they weren't attracted to each I other I figured anymore. it out. I figured it out, Joe. They were attractive, okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> this is the dumbest thing we've ever talked about. They were attractive. <laughs> yeah. But the issue was, is they had an allergy mm. to the fruit mm. in the yeah. tree. Mm-hmm. So God's like, listen, don't eat of the fruit, all right? Because you're allergic. And then Satan's all like, did he really say that, though? And they're like, you know, I'm fine. But they didn't have EpiPens back then. Right. But it right. wasn't like a, it'll kill them, they're so allergic. And so what happened was, is they ate the fruit, mm-hmm. they had an allergic reaction, and they're like, oh my God, we're so ugly now, we have to hide this because God's going to know that we ate the fruit because we're so ugly because we're having an allergic reaction. For sure, for sure. I'm, it makes sense. It tricks. And then God's like, hey, where are you at? <laughs> and he's like, dang it. And he sent them out into the wilderness mm-hmm. because... Because that's where they could find the uh, the cure to their allergic reaction. Oh, interesting thought. So, so anyone who has allergies, um, it, it, it's because they're sinners. Too. Yes, makes yep. sense. Makes sense. Yep. So, ugliness and allergies are. I guess that makes me the chief of sinners. <laughs> <laughs> 
Alrighty. Oh, why are we talking about this? I don't know. John Pipe is just a funny guy. This is not interesting content for our viewers. <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> okay, let's move on. So, guys, uh, today uh, we are going to be talking about something that is actually a request from uh, some of our viewers. Yeah. This has been something requested several times, and hang out with us because we're going to do more than just this. But I want to talk to you, Brandon, about... Aliens. Yes, you do. Can we do that meme real quick? The aliens. <laughs> with the, aliens. Um, with the guy with the big hair. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this is really funny because every now and then we do TikTok lives. Yeah. And every single time without fail, multiple people ask me if I believe in aliens or if it's possible that there are aliens out there. The Venn diagram of Christian's and people who are, like, interested in aliens, I mean, it's just, like, one circle, apparently. <laughs> because I'm always asked. I think everyone's, I think everyone is interested in aliens. I guess so. But it's just funny to me. It's, like, without fail. I could do a, a, a TikTok live where we're really just talking about, like, hell or Bible literalism, but someone will ask about aliens. So what about aliens? Every single time. So yeah. And um, and people have sent us messages, like, on different social media sure. accounts saying, hey, can you guys talk about this on your show? Sure. I'm really curious. Um, so... So we're going to do that, and then after that, we're going to talk about um, conspiracy theories that Christians fall for, things like COVID conspiracies, things like that. Cool. Yep. And, and so it's going to be fun. So Year for it. So, Brandon, um, <laughs> let's nerd out about aliens. Do you, do you believe in aliens? I, I absolutely believe in aliens, 1,000%. <laughs> That's awesome. So, and like, listen, I'm going to say some things today, okay? <laughs> I just want to say my views do not reflect that of my friends, my church or even the other host of this podcast <laughs> because my views these are like my musings like mm -hmm. you know you're in the shower and like you're like man what about this like this is my thought about this thing yeah. and then you just go down a rabbit hole that you can never come out of mm -hmm. but then you convince yourself that you're right yeah and, that, then, and then you can't be unconvinced yeah that's my that. view on aliens currently well i i'm actually open to the idea that aliens exist it's just the, the, the reason why christians ask about this on my I'm not everywhere yeah is because chris there are some christians who think that this does something damaging to christianity if aliens are real sure and they think that it's hard to reconcile belief in god if aliens are real which is something that i think is worth explaining because yeah, basically there's some people who believe that if aliens exist, that would prove that life in the universe can begin on its own sure. without having to be started by God. And then that would prove that our life started by by the Big Bang and by, you know, just See, I science. find that so interesting, though, because it's super, like, self-centered, mm -hmm. the idea that we are the only things created by God. Yeah, because I mean, there's lots of issues with it. Because if you look at even the progression of Israel in the Bible— they thought that they were God's only chosen people. Yeah. You know, there aren't Native Americans in the Bible. Yeah. There aren't Eastern Europeans in the Bible. There aren't Australians in the Bible. Mm -hmm. There aren't Israelites and Middle Eastern people in the Bible. Right. And that is it. Right. And they thought that they were the only people that existed. Yeah. Yeah. And then come to find, and so you have Israel thinking that they are God's only chosen people. Then you have Paul saying, well, there's no more, Isra there's no more Jew or Gentile. Yeah. Yeah, so and a Gentile was anybody that wasn't a Jew, so it literally accounts for every other mm -hmm. single person outside of this one country on the planet. Mm -hmm. So maybe one day we'll be out there saying there is no Earthling and alien. <laughs> see, 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 this is this. Oh, 
Y'all, okay. The listen, gospel's listen. for everyone. It's inclusive, even listen, to other planets. See, this, this, is, this is what gets me in trouble because I'm super, like, I'm big on the parallels in the Bible mm-hmm. and, like, how, you know, one thing parallels another and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, listen, listen. Humanity is just Israel, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Yes, Jesus came. God came as Jesus as a human. Yeah. But that does not mean that salvation is exclusionary for humanity. Because even in the Bible, when it references what Jesus did, it's yeah. not like the word world you know, does not compre- does not fully comprehend or does not fully cover what that word actually means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like other translations, you know, say the cosmos. Mm-hmm. Like, so for God so loved the cosmos that yeah. he sent his only begotten son to die. You know, salvation was bought for the cosmos, mm-hmm. not just the world. And so it's literally the entirety of the universe. Yeah, so we're already trying to get ready for the alien re- yeah. reveal here. Yeah, and so I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> what if humanity is just the Israel of the Bible? Yeah. Where it's like, yes, Jesus came in human form, but there is no more Jew or Gentile. There's yeah. no more human or non-human. Like yeah, yeah, we yeah. are all called to reflect God's glory into the cosmos. No, I'm I'm trying. I'm, I'm wild, listen, dude. Like it's. Listen. I know. I know. I sound crazy, but I'm not crazy. I, listen, I'm tracking with you, but uh, there's a reason why people actually get upset about this. Sure. Um. F- th- first of all, it, it, they take the fact that the Bible calls humanity um, image bearers of Christ. Yeah. Very very literal and serious yeah and so the idea that there are these other creatures who by all means probably don't look like us because maybe they don't sure um different compositions on different planets yeah they they may be forms of life that we can't even really comprehend or think of right now because we just don't have that understanding yet and so the idea that god also like you know would would reconcile those creatures to himself it's like no but we're the image bears like they're very they're people who are very upset about that i don't have that issue but i've talked to people who are very much like we're the image bears and so if there are anything is there is anything else out there then you know they're, they're demons i've heard that aliens are just entities. demons yeah. yeah people say that all the time about ufo sightings and things like that that it's demonic so that's one issue and, and like the people who say if we discovered if, if one of our rovers up in, in on mars yep discovered traces of life they're saying that would prove that the Bible isn't real and that God's not real because that would show that life can happen on its own without a creator. Um, but see, here's the thing. I believe that life on Earth started, as scientists say. I sure. believe that life on Earth started... 100%. That, that we are created from the elements that burst out of stars and that those coalesced, I mean, that, and, and formed into life that, that evolved over millions of years. Like, I have no issue with any of what science says. Yeah. I haven't found a single scientific theory that is a, da- that is a threat to my faith. Right. So, like, I already have accepted that life on Earth started the way scientists says it is. So... And that didn't affect my faith, so why would that happening on another planet affect right. my faith? A know? beautiful statement that our pastor used to say was, um, theology and science don't have to argue with each other mm-hmm. because science tells us how life came to be mm-hmm. and theology tells us why life came to be. Yeah, And I think that's such a beautiful way to look at it because it's like science can say whatever it wants to say. Yeah. And it can be true. Mm-hmm. And theology can say something that seems to contradict that and also be true because while yes, you know, science may say that human you know, that humanity came to being over millions of years of evolution. Mm-hmm. Theology tells us that we were made to be image bearers of God. Yeah, it doesn't matter how we came to be that way. Yeah, that is still the intention of humanity, and Jesus proves that by coming to say, 
I am what God has to say about himself, and I'm going to do that in the form of human. Yeah. You know, honestly, I feel like if, if now, obviously, you and I don't take Genesis creation narrative as literal. Right. Um, we don't believe it was a literal six days, and, you know, we, we understand that as more of a Eastern, Near Eastern myth yep. to, to, you know, teach um, and bring a community together. But um, even if you, you did take that literally, Christians should be leading the charge and wanting to understand the universe more. Yeah. Because if you believe that it was created by God, then everything out there that we could find is a, another piece of, of him. Yeah. If you really believe that God is in all and that this came from him, then you should be super excited. You know, um, in just another couple of weeks, um, the successor to the Hubble Space Telescope is launching, uh, the, the James Webb. And I'm yeah. so excited about that. Right. Um, I've, I've been eager to see this happen for a long time because it's going to see um, in a different sp- light spectrum. And so we'll actually be able to see beyond the Big Bang and see if there's anything that existed beyond the Big Bang. And that is super exciting. Yeah. As a Christian, yeah. as Christians, if you really believe that all this came from God, that should excite you because you're finding more of him yeah. the further we go out into his created universe. You know, Right. And it's like, and to me too, we have to, again, take the word world mm-hmm. in almost every instance of the Bible and switch it with cosmos. Mm-hmm. And it completely changes like how we should look at things like space travel and aliens. Yeah. So like Roman, like in Romans, mm-hmm. you know, for, uh, for since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, His eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly seen. Okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. switch that up with cosmos, and you're not doing that switch just flippantly. Like it's no, not like oh, we just want to change it. it, it there's actual interpretation um, reasons, right? It's not like you just decided. Correct. You know, yeah, gonna, yeah. Like how man in the Bible, for majority of the Bible, the word man does not mean biological man it mm-hmm. means humanity yeah, like that's mankind. the more accurate description of it mankind humanity yeah but so for the since the creation of the cosmos god's invisible invisible qualities mm-hmm. his eternal power divine nature have been clearly seen being understood from what has been made mm-hmm. see it's that like, should turn any christian to a space god <laughs> that like it just gets me so hyped just knowing yeah. like looking out into the stars it's like yeah that testifies of god's glory and power mm-hmm Here's where I am. Um, so like I was saying, Christians who think that if aliens existed, it'd be a danger to their faith. I, I don't agree. I don't, ha- I don't hold that at all. Yeah, I don't think and, it needs to be. Yeah, I, I don't feel that way at all. But now if we're just moving aside from a theological standpoint and just asking me honestly, like, do I believe in aliens? I'm absolutely open to the idea that aliens are out there just because of the size of the universe you right. know, and how it's still expanding and how there's so much that we don't know. And God is infinitely creative. Like, yeah. if we thought for one second that God... Like can only create humans. Mm-hmm. It's like saying, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Taylor Swift can only make country music. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it. it, it it's like if humans are infinitely creative. Mm-hmm. Like there are still things being created today by humans that were not created thousands and thousands of years ago. Yeah, because humans are infinitely creative. Yeah, and, and so and we're. Call you know we are reflections of God. We are made in His image, and so if humans can be infinitely creative, mm-hmm. I believe that God is infinitely creative. Yeah, and we see the universe expanding. We see that the, the universe is endless, and so I feel like the chances of life happening on one planet are just by ridiculous. Accident. You know, yeah. it, when you consider how massive the universe is, the chance of it being one planet is pretty ridiculous. Right. Like, chances are life does exist somewhere else. Now, is that life intelligent? Um, intelligent? <laughs> is that life, uh, 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 you know, a stage 
zero civilization like ours or, or further even? Right. Like, or is it just, you know, little, um, what are they called? The tardigrades. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe those are out there or are they actual, you know, walking around beings? That, that I don't know. Right. And then the other thing I draw the line at is while I am open to aliens existing, I do not believe they've ever, if they exist, I do not believe they've ever visited Earth. Yeah, no, 100%. That's where I, I disagree with a lot of people who believe in aliens. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they're probably out there, but the thing is, they're so far away. And they would have to, their planet, I mean. They visited a long time ago, though. I don't agree. The pyramids, 100% <laughs> No, ancient aliens is, look, you want to get me on a tangent about ancient aliens, because I'll go there if you want to. The ancient aliens theory, I think, is super racist. I can agree with that because you're you're because you're saying it's it's easier to believe mm-hmm. that aliens visited Earth mm-hmm. than that a brown not people white can, person yeah, can, can accomplish something. something. Humans are incredibly intuitive and smart, and they can accomplish so much working together. Yeah. And they can do things that you might have thought impossible. And so the I think people who look at things like the pyramids and say, "Well, how in the world could they have done that without power tools?" It must have been aliens, but yet they never say that. At least I've not seen about things that, that like castles. Yeah, they never say about things that happen in European areas. It's right. always just these, you know, other locations. I think there is a. It's racist, like a giant castle uh, mm-hmm. in Eastern Europe, mm-hmm. just a huge thing that has withstood the test of time. Yeah, giant thing. I've never seen something be like, well, it's probably aliens that built it. Yeah, but a giant triangle made of rocks, like. Had to be aliens. There's no way. <laughs> no way. How'd they get that top rock up there, huh? Yeah. I, I, I think it's ridiculous. Anyways, and it's like, so that's ancient aliens, but but yeah. back to UFOs. Um, so UFOs are really interesting, and I don't know what I think about them, but I don't think they're aliens. So, and I'm curious to get where, where, where your take is. Okay. Because, okay, so UFOs, um, you know. Unidentified flying objects for those uninitiated in the way of the alien. I'm sure everyone knows what it is, but it's fine. <laughs> Lately, uh, or recently, videos have come out from the U.S. military yeah. and uh, of, of pilots who spotted UFOs. And these are not faked things. These are no. not, you know. These are things that were redacted they, they, for a long time. Yeah, these are things that actually Classified. were released from the military and from the government. So that's interesting. My point, though, is that I don't think that whatever we're looking at in UFOs, I don't think it's aliens. That's fair. Because the even if an alien lived on the nearest planet to us outside of our solar system, which is in the Andromeda galaxy, mm-hmm. If an alien lived there and was able to travel at the speed of light, it would still take forever yeah, to get here. Yeah, very long time. It would take a long time. And you can't go faster than the speed of light. That is the universal speed limit. Well, so that we know of. No, no. It, it, if you go. That we know of thus far. I'm coming at you, DeCrass Tyson. I'm coming <laughs> at you. If, if, if Einstein's entire theory, you know, would hold that. that theory. I know, but it's the theory that everything's been working off of for a long time. Theory. So it's a really solid theory. But anyway, you can't go faster than speed of light. So even if they had that ability, it would take them forever to get here. And then you're telling me that if they had that technology, they're going to crash land on Earth? <laughs> yeah. Ridiculous. Like, I think they'd have the, the you know, ability to steer clear of Earth. The Andromeda Galaxy, for those wondering, mm-hmm. 2.5 million mm-hmm. light years. So, and, and of course, we're nowhere close to even going that fast. Right. So it just, it strikes me as so it would take mathematically you impossible. 2.5 million years mm-hmm. to get from the Andromeda galaxy to here, traveling yeah. at the speed of light. And that's the closest and galaxy. that's the closest galaxy <laughs> I mean, so, so the idea that aliens could get here, it would have to, it would have to involve um, something like a, a warp, uh, warp drive, you know, yeah, like a wormhole or like a wormhole, a wormhole or something. But then we would see a wormhole nearby, 
And or would we? We would. <laughs> so it, it just doesn't make any sense. I think, Brandon, what do you think that is on those military videos? Um, and, do you think it's demons? My parents think it's demons. <laughs> oh, God. No, I don't think it's demons. <laughs> um, I mean, the, like, here's the thing, too, about, like, our planet. Things can play tricks on your eyes, mm-hmm. like, all of the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, it could have just been something. So you're so you don't, you agree though that it's not aliens. yeah I don't think it's aliens for sure I'm open to the unless idea. it's like an alien probe yeah, well but then it still would have the same problem of taking that forever to travel here unless they sent it a long time ago my thinking and they're all dead well maybe the simplest explanation is the most likely and I think it's way more likely that there were technological glitches cameras picking up you know it's the same thing from like supposed ghost cut on tape. It's yeah. almost always like the camera having some sort of malfunction, especially when it's just those orbs of light that happen in pictures. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. a camera lens trick. No, it's not, Joey. Okay, <laughs> I went and probably goes hunt and I saw an orb. My point, look, I, I'm just saying it probably is something like that. Or I'm also open to the idea that it's technology that maybe even another government has. Yeah, see, I, 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 in all honesty, I lean more of that way of mm-hmm. as much stuff that the U.S. government has that we don't know about. Mm-hmm. Who knows well, who else is doing what with what? So I'm totally open to the idea that it's some sort of technology thing. Yeah. I even heard the story. Um, there's this YouTuber that I love called Barely Sociable. He's he's huge, so it's not like I'm trying to... He doesn't need our help because he's already... <laughs> A quick plug for Barely Sociable. <laughs> he doesn't need our help. He's massive. Trying to help out these other small channels like ourselves. <laughs> he's like a million subscribers. But anyway, he does these awesome videos, and I love his stuff. And he did a video about the scientist that was working on anti-gravity, mm-hmm. and then she went missing and um she she was um from china Mm. and so the theories that some people had put out there was that she was making real progress in this area Mm -hmm. so the chinese government like shut her down well no she was in america doing this research when she went missing Mm. said the theory that people postulate is that the chinese government like basically kidnapped her so she had to work on it for them well that's intense obviously it's all just a theory but the, the the truth is that a game theory. <laughs> Thanks for watching. These little channels like game theory. <laughs> but anyway, so it, it got me thinking. Though it's a conspiracy theory, she, but she did really go missing, and she was really working on anti gravity. And it did get me thinking. Like, what if these UFOs that we're seeing is some sort of technology that another government has made, yeah. and that we just don't know about yet? Because um, I mean, it could be a huge edge in war to like mm-hmm. move the way that most UFOs are depicted moving in yeah. like movies and whatnot like yeah. imagine having a ship that could just zap around like that yeah at a moment's notice like it'd be a game changer totally so i'm open to that I, i'm much more believing of something like that or some sort of weird glitch in the camera than it being aliens from another planet although who knows who knows but if it is aliens they need the gospel they do they do need the we gospel. We need to evangelize the aliens. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited to go on a mission trip to Mars. <laughs> it'll, take, yes! it'll take me two million years at the speed of light to get to Andromeda, but they're going to hear the gospel. And that's why I'm going to Mars, baby. It's like 80 years. <laughs> well, some of us that's are called to the easy things, Brandon, but some of us are called to the two million long <laughs> year journey to go preach to the Andromedians. You, you got it, buddy. We're going on a little mission trip to Mars, bud. Okay. Well, you mean to colonizing trip my mission trip to mars <laughs> we gotta start raising funds we do uh musk get us on that no ship. no 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 we, you don't raise missionary funds from musk you go to churches and you tell them that no i'm saying we raise it at the church 
And then we give it to Musk to get us on the ship. I got because the because the church doesn't have a spaceship yet. Yet. But but we have a, a tithe giving goal to Listen, buy our own spaceship. Because here, eventually, whatever <laughs> space travel is commonplace mm-hmm. as you know, just airline travel. Mm-hmm. We don't need to be flying with no demons. No, of course not. Packed into a tube with demons. We need our own. Private we need our own rocket private ship. rocket ship. Absolutely. Kenneth Copeland would have it no other way. No. Maybe Kenneth Copeland's an alien. It's possible. I mean, certainly he did probably. blow away COVID nineteen. Yeah. And that's that's okay. This, is, we, this has no bear to the episode. This is not, Man, this is not fit. <laughs> I, I'm really worried about the future of our channel, the longevity of our channel, <laughs> because of this right here. No one's yeah. here for this. No. Oh man, we got to make content people actually like. That's not easy though. It's not. <laughs> it's not. Especially when people don't tell us what they want anymore. Yeah, you guys talk to us. You know what though? Someone did ask. Multiple people actually did ask about our opinion on aliens. That's true. So now you have it. And for the 98 percent of you who didn't care. Sorry. Too bad. Here's an entire episode dedicated to it. <laughs> well, that was um, a weird conversation, if we're being completely honest. Yeah, it was. But we knocked it out. We we got it. People <laughs> asked us the question. We just thought we'd try to answer the question. If you guys want better content, you got to ask us better questions. Yeah, so, exactly. So get in the comments. This is your own fault. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to gaslight you. This is your fault. You wanted us to waste You're the, the whole reason episode. this episode happened. <laughs> if you guys want something better than this, you got to get in the comments I, and let it's not that it's not good. It's just very unrelevant to anything that we've ever talked about. I mean, we went from John Piper to aliens. That's pretty relevant. That's fair. Let's get into conspiracy theories. Yeah. This is a little different from aliens because aliens, I don't really see of, uh, as... There's some bearing of, to reality there. Yeah. And when I think of conspiracy theories, unfortunately, I don't think of the fun ones anymore. Sure. When we used to talk about conspiracy theories... We would be talking about things like UFOs and Roswell and right. Area 51. We'd be talking about the Loch Ness Monster and Bigfoot and, and you know, the JFK assassination. We'd be talking about things that were interesting. Yeah. But now conspiracy theories is not fun anymore. They're not fun anymore. Now it's devolved into anti-vax, anti-mask, and, and just ultra 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 right wing like right wing yeah. as far as can go about like Donald Trump and stuff it's interesting because I feel like conspiracy theories used to be very centrist where it's like everybody could get on board yeah like with a conspiracy theory but yeah. now it's like it almost all is coming from the same people mm-hmm. about the same people is very much the very far mm-hmm. alt-right yeah, and again, I don't want to lump lump all people that are right leaning politically into this group. No, of course, it's not. an unfair thing to do. Yeah, we're not trying to do that, but right. But like most conspiracy theories nowadays come from the very far alt right. Yeah, which the scary part about it though is it is starting to encroach upon more, you know, well meaning right-leaning people yeah which is which is why they aren't fun anymore yeah exactly and and especially um christians yeah the 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 christianity um embrace of conspiracy theories is something that at first was just irritating but now it's something that is i think really harmful yeah it's harmful and it's dangerous and it's scary to watch because like i said it's no longer you know interesting little stories and, and things like oh well maybe this happened it's gone to the point where it's actually dangerous. Right. Um, you know, I've uh, told the story before, but 
the, the thing that snapped me back into reality and away from bad conspiracy theories was when I realized how dangerous they were and someone almost got killed because of the Pizzagate thing. Yeah. Because um, yeah. it's a long story and it's kind of embarrassing. But back in like 2016, I guess. Yeah, right about then. Yeah. When the whole Pizzagate and QAnon thing started, I was an idiot and I fell for it for a short while there. Joey was big into that. I mean, I don't know if I was big into he it. He was. I, I wasn't like, it's not like I was... You know, I didn't have Q. He was he was stuff. in the 4chan message boards. I just read it actually, but <laughs> so no, sorry, Reddit. I wouldn't say that I was huge into it, but I did like you know believe in the PizzaGate thing. And then when the news came out about that story where someone went into that pizza restaurant with a gun and was like looking for kids to save, yeah, and I was like, oh my god, people could have been killed. Yeah, it, it made me realize how dangerous misinformation is and how things that start out as a fun little internet you know, sleuthing can actually devolve into real world harm. Right. Where people can actually have their lives ruined or ended. And, it's and like, so I started to be way more critical of the information I was receiving and, and not believe stupid stuff on the internet. And that's the double-edged sword that is the internet, you mm-hmm. know? Because, like, yes, there are... The hive mind of the internet mm-hmm. can be a very good thing. Yeah. Like, you know, the whole... There's a documentary on Netflix called, like, Don't F With Cats. Yeah, I love that. I mean, it was terrifying, super, it was interesting. super interesting. Very terrifying, super interesting, though, especially how, like, the internet came together. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I mean, just recently, one of the Zodiac Killer's messages was uh, finally deciphered, uh, deciphered yeah. because of the internet hive mind. Yeah. And, you know, things like uh, Cicadia 3301. That is such an interesting mystery to me. Super cool. But, like, and that's where it started for me. Right. It was just that cool stuff, like Cicadia 330 or whatever the number is. Right, yeah. And so it's like you have this internet hive mind that is just an incredible thing when used well, used rightly. Yeah. But then it can also be abused by things like Pizzagate where it's like, Mm -hmm. oh, well, we think that this is happening. And they just drop that little seed of something that sounds like it may could possibly be true. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. And then the internet goes wild with it. it. Yeah, exactly. And it can start with something innocuous and even fun. Yeah. Like Loch Ness Monster or that Cicadia thing you were talking about, which I still find fascinating. It's incredible. Uh, and, but then if you're not careful and you have no um, you know, safeguards, you end up believing in QAnon and, and right. people can get hurt. Um, the sad thing is when you see this happening in churches. Yes. And um, it's especially apparent with COVID, of course, where now conspiracy theories aren't even fringe anymore. Especially in churches, they're mainstream. Right and there, there are there are entire denominations where you would be the odd one out if you believed that the vaccine was is legitimate and good medicine and you right. know not something harmful that the government's trying to do. You'd be the odd one out. Yeah, you know because it's now mainstream in most in many churches in America. Yeah, sure. to, to think this different way um, and. I have to wonder. Like, I want to, how we got here. I want to like plug something too here. I you know I've gotten the vaccine. If you've gotten it, great. If you've not, that you know that can very much be considered a personal decision for yourself. However, there's a difference between saying I want to see more research. I want to see the longevity of the vaccine. I want the vaccine to be on the market for a couple more years before I decide to to get it. There's a difference between that and saying, oh. Well, I know because I read on a message board that they have trackers in the vaccine yep. to track yep. me mm-hmm. because the government wants to know where I am at all times. Yeah. One is, okay, you have a distrust of you know mm-hmm. medical science for your own reasons, and you just want to see where it goes. But to say, 
I'm not getting the vaccine because they're trying to track me with it and this is a pandemic and this was released by the Chinese government as population control because Bill Gates wants population control and they made this they made this yeah. whole thing so they could make the vaccine mm-hmm. so they could track us so they could know that where we're at calm down yeah it's ridiculous. calm down this was not made to track you the government has no issue doing that already. You have this thing called a smartphone in your pocket yeah. that has a GPS that knows where you're at and at the, all times. And, there's and it's a specifically assigned to you. And there's this funny little thing that you probably supported. You talked to this Christian person that's the straw man we're making. Yeah. You love the Patriot thing. Act. The Patriot Act. You know, that that uh, that's actually already been in effect for like 20 years. Yeah. So they don't need a vaccine for this. No. I, I, I think that um, it, it'd be interesting to kind of weigh in on how the church, how Christianity got here. Yeah. Because I was um, doing some research into this and I found an article that stated that um, there is a huge overlap in the, with flat earthers and Christians. But basically um, they were doing a, a survey at a flat earth convention and they found out that the majority of these flat earthers call themselves Christians. That, Something like 80%. That is wild. So, um, of course, not all Christians are flat earthers, but a huge percentage of flat earthers are, are Christian. also Christians. Yeah. And so I, I wonder if we are teaching something or maybe not teaching something that is making our, our people at our churches so prone to this. And I think a lot of it starts with... Um, well, Bible literalism is to blame for sure, but I really think a lot of it has to do with the tribulation and the anti yeah, theology, for sure. the left behind theology, because so much about, you know, why do we talk about the rapture all the time? Why is it so important to us? Because it is a huge factor into so much. Right. Rapture teaching has so much to do with looking for signs of the end, even yep. though God says not to do that. Rapture teaching is all about that. <laughs> right. for, to look out for signs and to find signs of his coming and to, to, to piece it all together like a conspiracy theorist with like, you know, piece- all the red string, yeah. like that, like that meme of Charlie Day where he's yeah. like, it was all like the red strings pointing around. Yes. Pepe Silva. Yeah. Um, so all of that is very much from this, John Haggis type of preaching yeah. about and Perry Stone type preaching about the rapture because you know every government thing you know whatever it is whether it's a war or, or something that happened in Israel or just something as innocuous as a random earthquake somewhere everything is right. a sign and so we're constantly looking through headlines and before too long we are more discipled by headlines from news agencies yeah. than we are from, from the Bible yeah. and, and, and <laughs> I said that with a real southern job from the Bible from the Bible <laughs> we get back to the Bible <laughs> which is ironic because people that that dislike our channel say that we don't like the Bible and we get mad at people mm-hmm. be, like we get upset whenever people are more influenced in their theology by the news than they are by the Bible. So it's not yeah. that we don't like the Bible. Yeah, but, but, but a lot of this rapture stuff um, preps us for accepting fringe theories Yeah, because now nothing in the news is just a news story, a newsworthy event. Everything is, oh my goodness, it's because God's coming. God's coming. Right. It's, it's about to happen. You know, I, I, I mean, you can find old Christian articles online for every newsworthy event that's ever happened in America. You can find a Christian article where somebody is saying it's a sign of the times. Right. Everything from that one Olympics where like people were captured by, by a terror group, whatever it was, 
was back yeah. in the 70s. I think whenever uh, Jesse Owens mm-hmm. did his old, you know, fist raise at the Olympics, people were saying that there was a sign there yeah, of yeah. a new world order. You, you go back to like when barcodes were first made. I mean, yep. you go back. Credit cards, yeah. social security number. Yeah, you could you could look at any change and you'll always find that there were Christians who said, this is it, guys. Yeah. This is it. And and that always looking and anticipating uh, for Imagine something. being wrong so many times and still being like, but this is the one. That That is because of this 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 cultic kind of influence where we don't see it as we were wrong. We reframe it immediately. Yeah, to, it's, to, it's not that we were wrong. It's this is just prepping us. Yes, this is just for another piece. the mark. Another this is piece. prepping us for the new world order. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, social security numbers may not be the mark of the beast, mm-hmm. but they're prepping us for the mark of the beast. Exactly. So there's always cognitive dissonance to make up for the constant disappointment right. of, of getting another theory or prophecy wrong. Yeah. And so constantly looking out for this stuff has made us into it, it, it prepped us to accept fringe conspiracy theories yeah because that's really what we've been because we want to see it so badly mm-hmm. and so there's this abuse that happens um, not just in churches but really in any sort of um, conspiracy community right an abuse of the feeling of anticipation yeah um, and and again I'm not I'm not putting this solely on churches right this yeah, happens, absolutely this can happen in, in cults in churches, in businesses, in online message boards. Happens. MLMs. Yeah, MLMs for sure. It happens anywhere. But what happens is they capitalize off of the feeling of anticipation. Basically, something is always just around the corner. Right. You know, you just got to pray through. You just got to keep believing. It's going to come just any day now. Yeah. You know, and, and it's always just around the corner. Right. And and anytime we get up to that corner, it moves again. It's the next corner. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so they tell you like, and you're finally going to be proven right. You know, I've seen this on Facebook messages. It's like uh, in Parks and Rec when it, where there's that cult, yeah. that Doomsday cult, and yeah. they're always wrong. Mm-hmm. And like, next year? Maybe next year. <laughs> and they just exactly. pack everything up. Exactly. There's... Um, I've seen conversations with QAnon people on Facebook where they are saying like, "Soon my kids will know that I haven't lost my mind, and they'll be proved that I'll be proven right." They're looking, they're craving that. And been saying that for twenty years. Yeah, yeah, but these QAnon people, they're they're craving that vindication because there's so many QAnon believers who have isolated themselves, have alienated themselves right. from their families because of the things that they believe. Right. And now they are they can't give it up now because if they gave up what they believe in now about QAnon, they'd have to return to their family ashamed and be like, yeah, you guys were right and I was wrong. Right. And so they, they, they're too invested. So now they have to keep holding on and believing like any day now I'm going to be proven right and I, I'll, my kids will realize that I'm not crazy. Yeah, and, and so, if you want to do that as just a person, Sure, that's 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 between you and yourself. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. However, as a Christian, here's where I have issue: mm-hmm. is because when you are so set on being right, you stop loving people. You yeah. stop being a Christian. Yeah, 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 yeah. And absolutely. so the people that are doing that, and they are so set on, you're going to see that I was right. You're going to see that I was right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You fall into the same issue that the Pharisees had. They were just they were so set on being right about what the Messiah was supposed to look like Mm -hmm. that they missed the Messiah when he was walking in front of them. Yeah. Because they were so set on, this is what the word says. This this is where all the signs are pointing to that we are right. Mm -hmm. And she's like, okay, continue on being right. Yeah, yeah. But if you don't have love, it doesn't matter. 
Exactly. And so whenever we get so caught up in these conspiracy theories, even if, mm-hmm. even if by some off chance you do end up being right, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, because even- you have. You have driven so many people away from yourself. Mm-hmm. You have not loved people. You have not led people to an actual God. You were so set on being right. It doesn't even matter if you were right in the end. Absolutely. Say in the end, this vaccine was this whole thing about tracking, you know, tracking people and the government trying to know exactly how many people there are, know where you are at all times. Say you are right. Okay. Say on some crazy, insane 0.001% chance that you are correct. Right. Did you love people mm-hmm. when you were being correct? Mm-hmm. I would much rather be wrong and get vaccinated to say, I'm trying to prevent my body from getting COVID so I don't spread it any more than I have to. Yeah, exactly. Because I want to care for people. Mm-hmm. I would much rather say that about myself and say, okay, yeah, so I injected a tracker in my arm. <laughs> it, you're but I did on the it. side of love. Yeah. Yeah, I did it because I don't want to have COVID one because it sucked and two because my wife is immune compromised and if I can take any steps towards preventing her from getting a life threatening disease and those around me from getting a life threatening disease I'm going to I'm going to take those steps. Yeah and, and you know the funny thing is that the faith over fear crowd could use their same rhetoric about that if you really think that the vaccine is yeah. so dangerous just say, I have faith over fear you know I get texts all the That's time. That's exactly what I said to you I'm like yeah. even if it is bad for me like I have enough faith to believe that yeah. nothing's going to happen. Why is it that faith over fear means that you you don't need a vaccine but yet you still need to take a gun just to go to Walmart. Right. It's like, I thought you had faith over fear. Right. Okay, faith over fear. Let's see you drive without a seatbelt then, you know? Uh, I mean, Faith over fear? Jesus take the wheel. Literally. Yeah, exactly. But no, well, you're not going to do that, are you? People text me about, oh, you shouldn't have gotten that vaccine because it's going to do this and this and this. And just say, hey, I have faith over fear. I'm not worried about it. <laughs> <That's> fine. <laughs> but uh, you're absolutely right, though. Um, you know, even thinking back to the rapture, if the rapture were to be real, uh, uh, you know, or even just the second coming as we believe yeah. in the second coming. When Jesus tells the parable about, um, you know, make sure that, and I'm paraphrasing, of course, but when he's telling the parable about his return and he's saying, you know, you want to be working when the master returns, so make sure that you're ready. Um, I want to tell people, even if you're correct in your in your assumption that, like, this is the end times and that you the rapture's on the way, do you think when Jesus comes back, he's going to be happy that you've done nothing but, but said it would be on the stage? <laughs> right. It's like he wants to come back and, and see you working, meaning caring for people. Caring, yeah. You know, the Bible says that true religion is caring for widows and orphans. He wants to come back and see that. Right. He wants you to, to come back and see that you're loving people. And Not you people. looking like a crazy person. Be like, Jesus, I told I told him you were coming back. <laughs> I did. Ah! And I was right. <laughs> I was right, Jesus. I showed him. Okay, well then, where are they? I couldn't tell you, but oh, but Jesus! Right. I held a sign up that said you're all going to hell, and I was right. Oh my God! <laughs> you could play Kenneth Copeland in a movie. <laughs> but you're right, though. But I am right. That's exactly how they are. But they, they think that God, like, he's going to be impressed. Like, I was right. It's today. No, that's not what he said that he wanted to come no. back and find. But. But that's how these conspiracy theories work, is they keep you in a state of anticipation. And and they keep you focused on a promised fake future so that you don't realize that your present reality is just disappointment. Yeah. And so if something doesn't come to pass like you thought, just keep waiting for the next thing. Keep praying. You know, and when ministries do this, it involves money. 
You got to keep sewing. So if like the thing that you're waiting for, dude, I don't is, know that we can leave this in for the episode. <laughs> what? Why not? But I want to say this, okay? Because I think this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Okay. Only Jesse Duplantis could make a statement that makes even Kenneth Copeland make a double take. But did you see where Jesse Duplantis said that Jesus hasn't come back yet because people haven't given enough money? Yeah, yeah, I absolutely saw that. It's ridiculous. It's wild! And that is exactly, <laughs> that's exactly the kind of thing I'm talking about. Um, so Jesse Duplantis' comment, you know, he's the only one who would say it that way. But it absolutely, um, it, it absolutely shows how people really do think. Yeah, in 100%. That Christian world. Um, and that's how conspiracy theories and abusive ministries operate. Right. You have to keep giving. You're not doing enough. It's going to happen. So people who are so, you know, in anticipation over QAnon or over other things like that, they think I just have to keep giving more of myself to this thing. Right. Uh, the problem, the reason why it hasn't happened must be on me. I got to keep not double believing down, triple enough. down. Yeah. yeah, pray more, believe more, post more, alienate myself from my family more, give more money listen to more YouTube videos about QAnon. Like I just have to go deeper and deeper and deeper. Right. And so they end up in this cycle where they can't get out of it and they, they're lost in the sea of QAnon conspiracy nonsense. Right. And it's, it's tragic. There's this whole subreddit called QAnon um, casualties. Uh, It's a subreddit for people who's, parents or siblings or friends are so lost to QAnon that now this this basically support groups come together to, to mourn mm-hmm. for family members that have been lost to it. And it's tragic, the yeah. stories that, that you read there. And the fact that that is so interlocked with a huge percentage of Christians is damning about the about the Christianity, the state of yeah, Christianity. Yeah, 100%. You know, there's, there's no... Uh, uh, discernment there's there's no healthy appreciation for expert opinion and and we are teaching theology that is causing us to be easily swayed and gullible uh to any sort of fringe idea right and it, it is a rebuke on what we are teaching i think and how we're teaching it that so many of us are that easily swayed into conspiracies in the church yeah 100 percent. we are clearly not teaching something right we're not teaching people to think uh rationally we're not teaching them to to trust experts. I, I, there, there's a whole lot there. The thing that's the thing that's frustrating for me is we've convinced people. We like the church has convinced Christians not to trust experts because they're paid off. Mm-hmm. In the same breath that they're saying, "Now pay me to preach you an unbiased word." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And again, you know, join our Patreon to get mine and Joey's thoughts on tithing and whatnot. You yeah, know, eventually yeah. we'll, you know, we'll do an ep- a public episode. But if you want those thoughts now, patreon.com slash all things reconsidered. It's one of our little yes. behind the scenes videos. Yes, we did a bonus content of our tithing ideas. Yeah. But for me, it's like, yes, give to the church. I give to the church regularly. You know, that, that I don't I don't have an issue with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the problem of those same people saying don't trust scientists because they're paid. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, every career, every career gets paid. People, yeah, like <laughs> it's ridiculous. Don't trust the grocery store because they get paid. Like mm-hmm. everybody's getting paid. It's just like it's, it's it's such a weird like. So we're saying, vol- like every scientist should be a volunteer, and that's the only way that we can trust them. But then they're perfectly fine with trusting their their choice of a government official mm-hmm. who also is getting paid yeah have we i love how no one stops to like say that democrats and republicans have never once had an issue 
passing through a vote over a pay raise for themselves. Oh, yeah, of course not. They come together for that. They come together for that. Bipartisan support. 100% bipartisan support on their own pay raises on both sides of the aisles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? But let's not trust the scientists because they're getting paid. Yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. Your governor, the governor that's telling you not to trust the vaccine is also getting paid. Yeah, absolutely. And then another thing they always say is that, um, well, I would trust the Bible more than science because the Bible has been around longer than this science. Which is not true. And and first of all, not true. And and second, you, you look at science, like let's just say science regarding the formation of the earth. Yeah. You know, they're looking at things that are older than the Bible. It's like, right. You realize that, right? That Bible, <laughs> right. That Bible is what six thousand years old. They're at looking. Most. They're looking at like geographical formations. You know, rocks and things like that, and that are, that are millions of years old. Yeah. So it's like you, you're basing. There are trees. Yeah. That are tens of thousands of years old. Mm-hmm. So I, I just think that people get locked in their own bubble, and then they. Any sort of thing that they, that's different from what they're used to, they see it as an attack on their way of life. Right. And so they put up these huge guards. And, and um, honestly, a lot of it, I, I put a lot of blame, like I said earlier, on tribulation and rapture teaching. But I think equally, right there is blame also on Bible literalism. Yeah. Because the reason why Christians are so opposed to expert opinion and science is because they've been taught that science goes against the bible right and it only does it only goes against the bible if you take the bible literally yeah and that was never how it was meant to be read and do not try to tell me (laughs) that i am saying the bible has no authority or that the bible is useless or that we throw the bible in the trash just because it's not literal and for the 100th time (laughs) just because we are saying not all of the bible is literal does not mean we are saying the Bible is not true. If I have to hear they that. They can both be true yeah. and not literal. Exactly. There is truth communicated through poetry that is not literal. There is truth communicated. You know, you can find truth being communicated through a fictional movie or something. Right. It doesn't have to be a literal cataloging of actual historical facts and figures. People find truth, truth in house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Okay. Or, it's not literal. Yeah. I don't know if this is I don't know if this is news to anybody. <laughs> but this is not a retelling of actual events. Yeah, yeah. Like house is is a fictional story. Yeah. Okay. There was not an actual house where this happened. But there's still truth in the book. I assume I haven't read it. Okay. <laughs> if if you subscribe to that. So when people say that we are saying that the Bible has no authority to speak into science because it's not as that is absolute crap and it's it's not what we believe at all right the bible may not be literal but we absolutely still believe that that uh from the story of the bible we can see very relevant truth to our own spiritual connection yeah the bible leads us to jesus that's its goal that's why we have it that's why it's important yeah and and it, it's not there to tell you a literal science or a literal history. It's there to lead you to Jesus. And in doing that, it's infallible. And while we are on the topic of Bible literalism, mm-hmm. I would love to read a quote by one of our favorite people to quote, because I feel like it's been a while since we've quoted him. Pastor Brian's on from his new book, When Everything's on Fire. Quick <laughs> plug. I know he doesn't need it from us, but we're going to do it. <laughs> Quick plug, When Everything's on Fire. It's on sale right now on Amazon.com. Link in the description below. But I think it's really important for... You know, the idea of Bible literalism and conspiracy theories and Christian deconstruction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When a Christian 
Formed in fundamentalism reads Genesis as an empirical account of the age of the universe and the origin of the species instead of an inspired poetic revelation showing all of the creation comes from the sheer uh, gratuity of a benevolent God and that all creation is itself inherently good. They are just one PBS science documentary away from a deconstruction so severe that <laughs> nothing remains of their Christian faith. That is is so eerie that he would say that because that's exactly the conversations that you and I and our pastor have had. Yeah. Even using that same that same like comical comical way of saying it a PBS documentary. Yeah. We have said that. Right. And and for me, that documentary was that Cosmos. Documentary was Cosmos for Cosmos, Joey. I know, that literally happened to me. But it's so true is whenever we're preaching this idea of Bible literalism mm -hmm. and that if you discount this then the Bible isn't true. Mm-hmm then people deconstruct to where they don't have Christianity anymore because they don't have a faith outside of literalism. Yeah. And, and, and the annoying thing to me is that we are told that we're dishonoring the Bible by not taking it literally when it was never meant to. Right. So you're the one Jesus by didn't it, take the Bible literally. Yeah. So you, by taking it literally, you're dishonoring it because right. you're trying to make it into something it was never meant to be. Right. We're letting the Bible just be the Bible. Right. You know? Um, but but that, get, to get back to conspiracy theories, that's such a great quote, though. But, though. but to get back to conspiracy theories, the reason why this leads to conspiracy theories is because now from being a child, you are trained that science scientists don't science have the best interest. Science bad. Science bad. Yeah, that scientists get it wrong, and that they're not anyone to trust. But the beautiful I, thing is, oh my God, science Brandon, is supposed to get it wrong. Okay. Okay. Sorry, I love my, science. One of my favorite things to do on the show is to tell stories about myself that are actually really embarrassing. Yeah. And I got another one for you today, Brandon. Segment. I was <laughs> embarrassing stories about Joey. <laughs> You just love getting the press buttons on I our board. I do love getting the press buttons on our board. <laughs> so, okay, I was in the sixth grade. Oh, God, this pisses me off that I was like this. <laughs> you, you, should, you should be really <laughs> mad at your former self from time to time. If you're not, then you maybe haven't changed or grown or evolved. It's a good sign if you're mad at your former self. If yeah, that's you, fair. If you look at your Facebook memories and cringe... That's a good That's thing. That's a good thing. That means you've grown, you know? So that, that means that you've evolved. But anyway, anyway... I was in the sixth grade. Okay. Now, up until this year, up until the sixth grade, I was at a private Christian school mm. or homeschooled using a Christian curriculum called the Becca. So either way, whether it was homeschooled or private, up until sixth grade, it was all Christian. Okay. And now finally sixth grade, I'm at a public school. And we go... That is a shift. That is a... Yeah. It, it's I might as well have moved to Mars. Okay? Yeah. And we, we went to this um, museum where a dinosaur expert was teaching and man if i could listen to that now i'd be so into that like i want to hear yeah i would love to hear a dinosaur expert talk about dinosaurs that's yeah. awesome but as a kid i came with my bible facts and knowledge <laughs> ready oh, yeah, to go baby. and i sat there and listened to this whole thing where the guy was probably talking. like i'm just picturing like little sixth grade joey like yeah. arms crossed looking all smug like <laughs> yeah I, this I, guy I, thinks he knows what he's talking about right i weighed 55 pounds and thought that i knew more than this guy <laughs> and that i could but he's never out. read genesis though i'm about to school this yeah. expert yeah exactly <laughs> like freaking 12 years old <laughs> yeah so i'm sitting there and um my friend is beside me who is he, he's not a christian and, and we've gone back and forth about this several times and so he knows that i don't believe in evolution and yep. i've told him that you know god created the world in seven days whatever of course six days um and at, at the end of it 
when he gets done teaching about evolution and dinosaurs, and I'm sitting there thinking, hmm, hmm, you know, all <laughs> mad. My friend, all mad. My, my friend encourages me to go up and talk to him now that yes. the, the the you know the event had been closing and people sure. were getting up and leaving and so my friend's like just just i, I feel like he knew that this is going to be <laughs> ridiculous for me so he just wanted to see it and laugh he's like hey joey go and go and tell him that, that he's wrong go and tell yeah. him you know that, yeah. that he needs to read the bible and i was like i will you, you know, know i should do that i should do that this righteous indignation came over me and i the marched, zeal of the lord yeah and i went down those bleachers and i walked up to this so-called ex Expert with his PhDs. Legit. Excuse me, I have something to say. Yeah, yeah. And, and, no, literally. And so I went up to him and, and I said something about like, well, your science book may say that, but I have this book, the Bible. <laughs> and, <it's, laughs> and, and it says that my God created this, not tiny atoms. I, I remember the thing that I love to say was I wasn't created by tiny atoms. I was created by a big God. Oh, that, dude. <laughs> That's a quote. It's that's the that's the quote for our Instagram from this episode. Oh yeah, that's the one we're going with. <laughs> First time we launch ATR merch, that's gonna be on the shirt, man. <laughs> and the guy looked at me and he was like, "All right." <laughs> and I was like, I was and I was thinking like, okay, I, I beat him. <laughs> like he had nothing to Boom. say. Got him. You should see the look on his face. He was speechless. Yeah, and then and then I started walking away. And someone else who was like standing nearby kind of like said something about it. It was like, like who overheard the interaction kind of said something was like, wait, what? And kind of pulled me back in. (laughs) And I was like ready to go again, you know? Oh yeah. Round two. And finally by this point, this, this, this doctor, professor, whatever was like clearly, you know, he had enough of this. He was annoyed. So he was like, he he looked at me. He's like, you know, we share about 99% of our DNA with apes. He's like, explain that. And I was like, uh, and then he was like, I gotta go. <laughs> uh, and bananas. Anyway, my point, yeah, true. My point is that's what Bible literalism does: is it it leads us to thinking that we're smarter than experts, right? That experts have nothing for us, and that their expertise is just you know nothing compared to our sixth grade you know knowledge of the Bible. Yeah, and so we elevate ourselves above people who are really smart yeah and we think of ourselves too highly and now when those same who at experts, that point have been studying dinosaurs longer than you had been alive oh absolutely absolutely like so, specifically studying one thing longer than you had been alive yeah yeah it's like okay we're not the same i watch edit and eddie every morning <laughs> yeah and he he's out there you know teaching things that i'll never understand you know but that's what bible literalism does is we reject expert opinion and then that makes us open to anything right when it makes you open to the most ridiculous and it fringe theories almost frames you to accept the fringe quicker than mm-hmm. expert opinions oh absolutely like yeah. it's easier to accept QAnon because it is fringe mm-hmm. than Be- expert opinions because yeah. Well, they're getting paid to to say the things that we want to hear because it's easy for us to accept and it's just, you know, prepping us Mm -hmm. for the new world order. Yeah, exactly. Like we want like they want to accept fringe ideas more because they're out of the mainstream. It, totally, because everything that we're believing as a Bible literalist is is very much fringe, at least in, in our bubble. In the context, in, in yeah. In the context, because we are, you know, I'm sitting there with my friend in school who is not a Christian, and everyone around me is not a Christian. I'm, like, probably the only Christian in the classroom. Right. And so I'm already feeling like I'm this, you know, outsider in a way because I believe differently than everyone else, and, and my mission is to change their minds. Right. And so basically because it is not accepted mainstream – 
uh, these conspiracy theories because they're not mainstream accepted or, or in their fringe. We we think that that is a benefit for them. Like right. that means they're more likely to be true. Right. Um, and, and it's just so dangerous what this can lead to. Yeah. It's it, it's not just believing silly things and it doesn't harm anybody. No, people can get hurt. Yeah, 100%. With some of these things. And I just think Christians need to realize that not only are we causing people to walk away from their faith and deconstruct forever away from the stuff because of, of the weird things we believe, but we're also putting lives at risk. And I'm not, that's not hyperbole. Yeah. Like literally some of these conspiracy theories have led to, to there are deaths because of QAnon. Right. Like actual people have killed people over QAnon. Right. And you know, Christianity needs to rise above this. An officer died mm-hmm. in the siege of the Capitol. Yeah. Because of QAnon lies about the election. Yeah. And there was this this horrible story of a dad who who killed his family over QAnon because he believed that his that they had lizard DNA in them and yeah. that, you know, it's just horrible stuff and and we have to be better than sharing that kind of stuff. At the very least, if none of that changes your view on it, consider the fact that it is against one of the 10 commandments to bear false witness. Yeah. And you don't want to be breaking those down, do you? Right. <laughs> so I I just And I don't know what else to say. I'm just, I, I just. In response to all this too, like kind of a, where do we go from here? Like it's okay to agree with mainstream ideas. Yeah. Like we don't have to be afraid of the rapture. We don't have to be afraid of all of the things that have been peddled to us about revelations. Like how do we, how do we grow past this? How do we move on from here is we start to let go of the harmful theology of things like Bible literalism and these end times preaching and these, you know, warnings of the end time because they all stem from that. Yeah. Like all of this stems from these terrible readings of the Bible. Exactly. It's all bad teaching and and we have to, we have to get beyond it. Yeah. But anyways, thank you guys once again so much for joining us here at all things reconsidered. Um, this was a fun episode. I love talking about aliens. Yeah. Um, conspiracy theories. I want conspiracy. Hashtag make conspiracy theories fun again. Yes. Let's get back. Let's get for Loch Ness monster. Listen, let's get that trending. Hashtag make conspiracy <laughs> theories fun again. Yeah. Get away from COVID. <laughs> get away from COVID conspiracies. Get away from QAnon. Bring back the Squatch. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get back to the things that matter. Yeah. Okay. Loch Ness monster hunts. And, UFOs. And UFOs. Yeah. So, thank you so much for joining us here at All Things Reconsidered. Please subscribe to the channel, ring the bell so you know when we upload, like the video, share it with your friends. If you have been enjoying All Things Reconsidered, if this is your first time watching, if you've been watching since day one, I would ask that you just, you know, make your way on over to patreon.com slash allthingsreconsidered and just, you know, yeah. think about clicking the little subscribe join button. We would love to get to hang out with you. We'd love to have you in the Discord. Yeah. One of my favorite things is kind of getting to know the people who watch our content more, and Discord is the easiest way to do that because yeah. I get notifications there, and I love laughing along with the funny stories that they tell us and, you know, being able to be there to talk people through, yeah. you know, issues that they have. And the, the one of the coolest things for me, too, as, you know, we created this channel and this podcast and everything like that, and 
just seeing how much life our Discord channel has now mm-hmm. without us in it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like seeing people that have completely different perspectives and life experiences from us mm-hmm. being able to help other people yeah. with their issues. Yeah. It's a great thing. And it's everything that I would want out of a community. And I think, you know, you should be a part of it. Yeah. We really would love to talk to so. you guys. So, so consider that, uh, consider joining it and, uh, guys, oh, and also, if you're listening audio only, we've never asked for this before. Oh. We really need to. Uh, think about leaving us a review. On yeah, we would appreciate we, it. No it one, helps. No one reviews our podcast. Yeah, it helps get us, you know, just recommended more by Apple. Yeah, um, yeah. Just a quick word if you know if you want to leave like a message or even just a little quick five stars it takes yeah. a second to leave a review. We'd really appreciate um, it. But we would greatly appreciate any review that you'd send our way. Anyway, guys, we will see you next week. And uh, thanks again. Later. Bye.